all right so you're in the comfort zone this morning oh yes if you're streaming in you're in the right place and uh god is awesome god is awesome so we you know i have a word this morning for you it's a, a word that will touch you and before we go into the word of god want to look to god want to invite god into this place father in heaven we give you praise we give you thanks because you are king of kings and lord of lords come into this place this morning move blow your wind in our lives cleanse us oh god make us whole make us whole make us your people that will turn from our wicked ways oh god and serve you faithfully father enter our lives come in move up into our lives this morning take away our bitterness take away all habits that is not of you that is preventing you from bringing me into my victory from bringing us into our victory lord so that we can open the treasure lord touch us today move away every sinful deeds every sinful thought because your name must be glorified in other name but jesus name amen and amen and so today god again is speaking to us right in the word is a self a selfish mind or a thought a selfish mind or a thought that can destroy you or your walk in God a selfish mind or a thought that can destroy your walk with the Lord hallelujah hallelujah and I just want I could imagine you know this song hallelujah hallelujah I can't remember the last time that I hear this song this song hallelujah and I want to start off with this song because I believe it's an anointing song. It's giving praise to God. It's where we bow down and we give praise to Him. Hallelujah. It's a worship. We worship in God. We express an expression of rejoicing. He is risen. He is alive. All right? 
Cassandra and the sister Callahan, I just want to bring them there singing hallelujah. A crown of thorns placed on his head He knew that he would soon be dead He said, did you forget me, Father, did you? They nailed him to a wooden cross Soon all the world would feel the loss of Christ
Savior. And so today, the word for us is a selfish mind or thought that will destroy us from our walk with God. And I want to go back to the scripture in Genesis 4 in the New International Version with Cain and Abel. Adam in 4, it says, Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Okay, this son. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Are we angry today because some brother or some other sister gave a better offering to the Lord? Are we angry with our brothers and our sisters because they're achieving something better than we are getting? Are we looking at our brothers or at a sister or a brother and, and saying that I want to be like him? Are we looking at our offering that we given God and not giving our best? And God knows our thoughts. God knows our thoughts. God know Cain thought, and God know Abel. So God know us. He knows us. He know us the way we talk, the way we think about someone else. God know our thoughts. So when 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 God look upon 
Cain, who Cain brought his offering. And, 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 and God re realized that this offering that Cain is bringing, it can, it can be better. But his brother brought an offering that God see it as good. And God had favor with it. It's seven four, and Abel also brought an offering, a fat portion from some of the firstborn of the flock. Now Abel is dealing with flock, and Cain is dealing with soil. So Cain brought God offering the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. Was that good? Does God see that that is his best effort? That's why God didn't say this is favorable. And Abel brought portions of the, of the fat of his firstborns. Abel didn't go for the sick calf or sick sheep, but he went for the best. Because I want to give God the best. Are you giving God your best today? Are you giving God your best? Or are you holding back and giving God the remnants? Are you giving God your best offering? This is what I give to you, Lord. And God know that you can do better because you know better and you can do better. So this is not your best offering. But when someone else give an offering and you tell yourself, how can she give a thousand dollars? What wrong with her? What wrong with him? A thousand dollars? You know how much is a thousand dollars? What wrong with him? My, my offering, all I can give to God today is twenty dollars. And God will look upon your offering and say, no, 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 I, this is a favorable offering because it all depends on where you at. If $20 is where you at, God will bless you. But if $20 is not where you at, God see that you can give more. Not only give in, with money, but in your labor, help someone that needed that help, that you were watching that on a daily basis over the road and saying, that lady needs some help. That man needs some help. But you have it all and you cannot take something for them. You cannot give him something. You cannot give him a plate of food. You, you cannot carry a hamper for some sister or some brother who is struggling in this time. But you can look upon someone else offering us and, and ridicule them and criticize them. And so Cain look upon his brother offering. And so, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. God didn't favor them. Because God know that Cain can do better. He didn't bring his best. God is blessing us. God is holding us in position today and we have to offer to him our best gifts. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. So when God 
refuse our offering, we are angry with him. You know, you, you're saying that God is not answering my prayer and I'm giving this offering every Sunday. But God is not, uh, is not blessing me because that is one thing that you're doing every single time. You're murmuring when you give or you're giving so people can see what you're giving. Are you helping someone that so people can see? That's the reason why you're helping someone. You're helping this person because my sister can see, my brother can see. Your reward, you already receive your reward because you are people pleaser. You're not a God pleaser now. You're people pleaser. You want to give so that people can see you give. Your thoughts, our, our thoughts. What are we thinking in our thoughts? What are we have in our minds that will remove us from the house of God, from God's covenant with us? Look what happened to Cain here. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? For God know, God know Cain. God know, God knows him. God knows us from the beginning of time in our mother world. When we were born, God knew us before because he placed that spirit within that body that your mother brought forth. And so God knew us. And so God knew Cain. He knows that Cain can do better. So that's why God said to, said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? He was angry. Why, why are you vexed with your brother? Your brother didn't do, do your, your, your brother didn't do anything to you. Why are you angry with your brother that is doing better? Rejoice with him. He just bought a car and you're looking over here. Oh, my neighbor just bought a car. I wonder where he get that money from. Rejoice with him. Rejoice with those who are being blessed in this time because your turn is coming to be blessed. Your turn. If you don't rejoice with those who God is blessing at this point of time, you will not receive a blessing because you, you hate to see your brother progress because you didn't progress before him. I should have... I should have been there before him. Who are you? Who are us to tell God I should have been there before him or before her? Humble yourself. If you do what is right, God said to King, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you. But you must rule over it. Come on now. Sin is creeping up at your door. You are allowing sin to enter this body. And this body that God or this vessel that God has given you. 
because you're angry with your brother and because you want forgiving, you always hate. It's all about you. It's not all about no one else. It's all about you. You must talk about you every time, everything. It's all about you. Everything is all about you. It's not about no one else. Because of your selfish deeds and the selfish thoughts, you don't want no one else to progress. You must progress so that you can keep them in slavery. You can keep your other brothers and sisters in slavery because you're going to have the power over them. You want to have power over them. So you, you are angry because God didn't bless you, but because your thoughts were not in place that God could bless you. Come on, I'm speaking to our Christian brothers and sisters. Our thoughts, our thoughts were not in place for God to give us a blessing. Isn't that so? Our thoughts is defeating us. Our thoughts is destroying our lives. Our thoughts. Come on now. Our thoughts is destroying us. Our thoughts. I give you God the glory and I give you the thanks to moving our lives and bringing us into a place of victory, mighty God. And so Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. And you know, will you not accept, will you not be accepted? Will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, Sin is crouching at your door. It desires you to have it desires to have you, but you must rule over sin. We must have power over sin. We must not make sin dominate us. We are allowing the sin nature to enter our being. We are dwelling in a situation or in a condition. That sin can have rule, it can rule over our lives. Now Cain said to his brother, Here the here the, the smartness sometimes we, we 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 go and we tell people because we want to destroy their lives. Right? So so Cain said, now Cain said to his brother. Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. What Abel is doing in the field? What Abel is doing in the field? That is not his position. Be careful now where people take you. Be careful. Your, your, your sisters and your brothers, oh, we're going to this party. I want you to come, girl. They never talk to you, but they're going to this party and they're calling you to come. They always hate you, but they want you to come to this party because they want to embarrass you. They want to set you up. They want you to look as a lesser person than them. So they're inviting you to the party. So Cain brought his brother 
into his comfort zone. He took his brother out of his comfort zone, right? And bring him into his environment. So he, he, he took his brother from, from, from his environment and brought him to his environment where we can where we can have power over him and destroy him. Are we bringing or taking people away from their environment and bringing them into our environment where we have the strength that we can make them look bad and destroy them? My God, God is looking at your thoughts and your ways. Because despite we are Christians, our lives can be destroyed because of the things or the thoughts that we are having. And look at it, right? Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. That is, that is Cain's comfort zone. That is where Cain works. Cain works in that environment. Abel, Abel does not work in that environment. He took his brother out into the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother and killed him. <sighs> and then the Lord said to Cain, when the Lord came, the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother? You know what Cain said? I don't know. He replied, am I my brother's keeper? All right. So somebody come and ask, what is, what is, um, when last you see brother, so-and-so, uh, girl, when last you see, uh, I don't even, I don't have time with brother so-and-so. I don't have time with sister so-and-so. Because your thoughts is demonic. You don't have time because you don't love her. You hate her. So you don't have time. I don't have time with her, right? So you, you tell, I don't have time. And so, so, so Cain, Cain turned to the, to the Lord and said, I don't know. He replied, am I my brother's keeper? How come? Here, this, this guy running up to God and talking to God who or know. He does not know what, what he's dealing with, who he's dealing with. <laughs> and he starts talking, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? He's saying that to the Lord. And the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, what have you done? Your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Huh? I think I had this thing locked. I think I had this thing locked. I think I, I took him out in my environment and I... I killed him. No one would know. No one would see. You took your brother out. You took your sister out. And so no one can see. It's just you and her. And you, and you kill her. You kill him. And so no one didn't see me do it. Oh, yes. No one didn't see me do it. So I, am, I, I know I'm free. But God sees and the blood speaks. When Jesus was on the cross, 
<laughs> oh, what a wonderful word. And the, and the soldier strike him with a sword to the side and blood gush out. The blood speak. At that moment, the soldier said, yes, indeed, this man is the son of God. The blood speaks. So be careful now. When the blood is running up onto your brothers and sisters, because when the blood hit, hit the ground, we came from the ground. And so the blood is on the ground because our body is from the ground. I'm telling you today, our body is from the ground. And so when the blood is on our lives, the blood speaks. So no one, no devil in hell can come up against you because the blood speaks. The blood of Jesus. Even your brother, your sister, who want to do you something when you wash yourself with the blood of Jesus, no one, no one, no devil in hell can keep you silent. Because the blood speaks. We have to come back to this word. I'm, I, I'm telling you, we're out of time today. But the power of God and cousin will be continue with the blood speaks. We have to continue this word. And so today I'm giving you an opportunity to receive the Lord and Savior in your life. Father in heaven, say these words after me. I'm a sinner. I repent of my sins and I want to serve you for the rest of my life. If you said those words, God will come into your life and begin a new walk with him. And so I want to say, God bless you and you have a wonderful week. I love you. God bless. Hallelujah.